Hello. Welcome to the Pinfall Podcast. I'm your host, Liz. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Marcus. Hello. Hey, Captain. My computer's acting very strange today, so we'll see if... Uh, I'm, I'm sure the stream will hold up, but Spotify was acting very weird. Um... I don't know. Um, hopefully we'll make it through the entire stream. Cross your fingers. Um, right. Well, happy season premiere of Raw. Off season was a doozy. Yeah, that one week. Yeah. Um, this wasn't bad. This was a pretty good Raw, in my opinion. This was better than SmackDown, that's for sure. We we had two great matches, um, a great promo to start off, and the future is looking nice for for Raw. A couple questionable decisions, but you know it's WWE at the end of the day. By for Raw, we mean for the men in Raw, and yes, Becky and Bianca. Um, otherwise, yeah, you're fucked. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean. I, I enjoyed this. the The main event was amazing. the uh, The tag title match was great. Um, we got some some. Wish we'd gotten more of like like variety in the roster. I mean, Austin Theory and Dominic Mysterio was a cool little matchup. We didn't need Carmella and Liv again. No, we didn't. There's so many other women. It's like, yeah, bringing me a yim. She wasn't drafted. She's on Raw. Oh, maybe she was drafted in like one of those off. She was, yeah. The ones. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's Raw. There's gonna be some questionable stuff, but this one, in comparison, was was decent. Yeah. Um, it doesn't seem like they're going to be hurting for McIntyre anytime soon. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I finally came to the realization that I can wear my Monday Night Messiah shirt again, and it's almost accurate. Yeah. Uh, but the Big E versus Roman Reigns match at Survivor Series might not be looking so likely. Hmm. It might end up being Seth versus Roman, like Vince... Had wanted originally, or had oh. had wanted on SmackDown. Um, but I don't know. I saw somebody mention that in I think it was twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen, and twenty twenty. The the one title changed hands, like one world title changed hands, right before Survivor Series. So. With with recent pattern in mind, could happen again. Ideally, it won't, because I don't think Vince likes the heel versus heel. But you know, who knows how how they might spin it within a month. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I'm I'm a little nervous about that, but we'll see. Yeah. I don't know how Biggie and Roman would pair up. I mean, that 
that should end with Big E winning. Big E should win. With the help of the New Day to fend off the Usos, Big E should come out on top over Roman because now that Roman got the Brock rub, he needs to kind of be lower down a peg. Yeah. Um, but that's the future. This is the now. And let's focus on what's new. So, Liz, let's go into the news. What a segue. Thank you. What do you went to Segway Boot Camp? Yeah, I studied Segway 101 in college. <laughs> um, alright, so let me... Oof, I made mistakes, actually. We'll see how this goes. This might be the quickest news section we've ever had, because my phone is on 10%. Um... All right, not a whole ton of news. Um, Knockouts Championship match for Turning Point, which is going to be November twentieth, has been set. Um, oh, really? Mickey James is fighting Mercedes Martinez. Uh-huh. Duh. I sort of think I know. Should be Mercedes. Yeah, it should be. But also, it's Impact, so who the fuck knows? You see, I I enjoyed that little uh, swerve at the end. Makes one of us. Um, Also, AW and Impact apparently no longer um, at this time have a working partnership. Um, that was meant to end after Bound for Glory, as we unfortunately found out in the beginning of Bound for Glory, so we kind of were like, well, we know what's going to happen now. Um, but they're no longer working together, um, which I guess means that we won't be seeing the Good Brothers on AEW anymore. AEW, BTE. We haven't seen them on Dynamite in a while, so that's why. Um... And we won't be seeing Christian on Impact again. And might not be seeing Christopher Daniels on AEW anymore. Yeah. Um, this means no more Kaz on Impact. Um, the one thing that this sucks for is that there were rumors about Deanna and Britt Brit Baker up, which we're not going to get anymore, which kind of sucks. Well, it might happen, because who knows, like, the partnership could reignite. Yeah, no one's um, saying that this is forever. And it's not saying that just because there's no partnership doesn't mean that there's a wall separating them now. Or, you could say, door. Um, also, Impact was hoping to have a couple more names at Bound for Glory that they did not have. Um, one being Adam Shearer, a.k.a. Braun Strowman. Um, there's no deal with them yet. Um, they apparently also had hoped to bring in Bray Wyatt, but according to Impact, that was not close to happening. And then finally, they were supposed to bring in Bronson Reed, which at one point he was booked, and then he was unbooked. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Um... Probably something like it could have been a travel issue or a booking issue. 
Yeah. Um, now with Bray Wyatt, there's no way he's gonna break his non-compete for Impact because his non-compete officially ends October 29th. Hmm. But not to say he couldn't negotiate his way out of it for AEW or break it for AEW. Just means he wouldn't get paid. Right. Um, instead he'd be getting paid by AEW. Um, and with the Halloween show coming up on, on Wednesday, who knows? Um, but there's also Rampage, which is, which is the 29th. So we could see him there. It's true. Um, Fingers are crossed that we're going to see him at some point soon. Yeah. Anywhere, really. Um, so there is news regarding Lance Archer. He, you know, fell on his head um, during Dynamite. And apparently he is doing just fine. Um, Thank God. He's been having a lot of fun lately because he's using his little action figure um, and taking pictures of that, um, which I think is just the bee's knees. If there's anyone that I would imagine getting into a hor- like a horrible bump and then doing something like that, it's Lance. Big dude. It would either be Lance or Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Um... Then on to some WWE news, there is a couple of pieces. Um, one is that they brought back Eric Castleman as director of venue merchandise. He was originally, um, towards the end of 2020, he worked as the director of venue merchandise and remote operations. Um, he'd been with the company for 27 years, was let go, and has been brought back. So... Maybe that means something cool for merch. I don't know. Yeah. Love it if they could start releasing shirts that I like. Is this for AEW or WWE? WWE. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, hopefully. There has not been go- 27 years of AEW. Um, wrestling shirts are never, never good. Is, okay, first of all, that's offensive to me because I own like 20 of them. They're rarely good. For the 20 I have. Um... I don't agree with that at all. Um, a lot of the indie stars have really awesome shirts that are designed by artists that look really sick. Like Jay White's shirts are sick as fuck. Then, then I'll say WWE and AEW main main wrestling shirts are ninety percent are not good. Yeah. The I am Sami Zayn one is great. Or what was that one? I am Intercontinental Champion or something. But the one with like the stick figure drawing? Yeah. That one was art. I don't know what it's at, but <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, no, I, I agree. I think AEW has a penchant for slightly better shirts, but Ooh, I WWE has had ones. I WWE hasn't had shirts in a long time in my opinion. I, I'm just remembering the bitch AF shirt for Mox. <laughs> I, yeah, perfect shirt. I would have bought that. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
Um, I I think it just has to do with WWE having more volume, so good ones slip through the cracks easier. Yeah, that's that's also fair. Um, they they you know, WWE's had some good ones. WWE's had some good ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I feel like more recently I've seen shirts that I liked AEW more than I liked at WWE. Um, and maybe that's because I'm looking at shirts more often at AEW, too. Um, there's also just a lot of merchandising opportunities that they miss in w- WWE. Yeah. Um, like... Nikki Ash's it, mask. There's that. Um, there's... Um, they really could make a killing on jackets. Like, if they did, like, cool bombers, mm-hmm. um, I can think of, like, uh, like Grizzled Young Veterans, they can make a bomber based off of whatever they fucking wear off I mean, to the ring. They just did their scarf, like, after how long? But that's the thing, is that, like, they waited so long to do that, and I'm like... Mm-hmm. So, that's my opinion. Um, you know who I think has worse merch? To say it, I hate the New Japan merch. Hmm. I believe like the merch that's done through New Japan. Mm-hmm. You don't like. Um, I think like the artists or the wrestler owned stores have different shit. Um, because like Jay White stuff in his pro wrestling tee shirt store, so cool. Mm-hmm. It, there's just nothing that like strikes my fancy at all on New Japan. I could be saying things that uh, somebody is like, "You're fucking wrong in all accounts," and that's fair. Yeah. I think we can all agree at the end of the day the I Am Sami Zayn shirt that I never received. The best. Oh, I still owe you that from WrestleMania. Hmm. You know the pain I've lived with without that? No. Um, alright, so also another news, Corey and Carmella got engaged. Good for them. Yeah, good for them. You're happy. someone for everyone, baby. Um, also, there's a, so we were talking about how row was supposed to be used, and we were kind of sidelined by the fact that it was Swerve and Top Dollar competing as a tag team. Mm-hmm. That is because Ashante the Adonis is not medically cleared. Oh, okay. Um, it's not clear when he will be cleared either. So. Um, there's also no word yet on why Jinder and Shanky were not their tag opponents. I, I think because he didn't want to just use them as jobbers. That's fair. You know what? That's why. That's how you should use your fucking talent. Yeah. Um. Final piece of WWE news, I think. I know. WWE, as they announced today on their um, Raw, um, they announced their entire 2022 pay-per-view schedule, and they announced that there's going to be a two-night WrestleMania again. Um, Hell yeah. They are also doing... 
almost entirely um, Saturday pay-per-views, which makes yeah. sense because there's no takeover anymore as far as the eye can see. Or they're trying to work takeover around, like they had to reshift everything because it was a given, like because main roster stuff was on Sundays, they had really any weekend to work with, but now they got to re- reshift and work around the new schedule. Yeah, fair. Um, so the schedule at this point is day one on Saturday, January 1st. State Farm Arena in Atlanta. Saturday, January 29th is the Royal Rumble at the Dome, uh, the Dome at America Center in St. Louis. Um, and we've got April 2nd and April 3rd is WrestleMania. Um, Sunday, May 8th, there's going to be a pay-per-view at the Dunkin' Donut Center in Rhode Island. It is not announced which one. Um, same thing for Sunday, June 5th. There's a pay-per-view at Allstate Arena in Chicago. Then July 2nd, which is a Saturday, is going to be Money in the Bank at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. July 30th, which is a Saturday, is SummerSlam at... Hmm. Where is that? Nissan Stadium in Nashville. Okay. Which is weird, because there were rumors that it was supposed to be in the the UK. UK. Well, they're doing a separate UK pay-per-view in September. It's supposed to be SummerSlam. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I guess it's changed. Yeah. Um, Saturday, September 3rd or 4th is a pay-per-view at TBD location. That's fucked. That is fucked. That is my birthday. They're not I'm allowed sorry, to buddy. do that. It'll be a really good match. We're, I don't know if I could, I could do a, a post show for that on my birthday. I don't know if I can do that. I did it once. I did it once this year. Did Your birthday's only once. Year. I mean, I did it for SmackDown to watch SmackDown on my birthday this year. Oh, we know. No, we skipped SmackDown, I think. I think so. No, actually. I think we did. Yeah. Um, finally, um, Saturday, November 26th, there's Survivor Series at TD Garden in Boston. Um, and the last piece of news for tonight my phone dies. Charlotte flares off the fucking rails. That's that's the news. Um, so somehow you haven't heard about it. The the segment with Charlotte and Becky exchanging the titles was not supposed to go the way it did. Charlotte was not supposed to throw the title. Um, Do you want me to uh, fully explain this one? I'm sure, if you. I just, I, I just I really want to. Job. I just want to. Sure. Um, so they were just supposed to do a simple exchange, which I don't know how that makes for interesting TV, but they were just supposed to do that. But um, when Be- when Charlotte was handing the title to Becky, she dropped it, and then uh, Becky threw her title at Charlotte. And that portion got edited out for the Encore SmackDown on Saturday. Um, And then after that happened on on Friday, there was a whole big thing backstage where Becky was mad at Charlotte and Becky was seen as a hero backstage for standing up to Charlotte. 
uh, Sonia wanted to fight Charlotte, and every like Charlotte put herself into a, a corner. She put herself into a box and completely shut her off from everyone else. She was es- there were there were conflicting stories on this. Some say she was escorted out by security. Some say she left before Vince could talk to her. Um, so don't know what the what the true story is right now. But either way, she left before Vince could talk to her, um, and things have just kind of escalated, or not really escalated, but just n- didn't get better. Charlotte then, uh, on Twitter, was posing with AEW merch with Andrade, um, and uh, since then, it's just been more of... You know, we found out that Sonya wanted to fight Charlotte, and and everyone's kind of takes in the situation, how she's reached Paige slash Del Rio levels of uh, notoriety backstage. And who knows where this is going to go from here. Uh, um, It's funny, because she was, like, posing with the AEW gear, and it's like, I have seen so many AEW fans who are like, please don't. <laughs> please don't like we don't want this yeah i i don't blame them yeah like there's so many wrestlers that you can kind of separate from the wwe like Adam cole is still a weird one for me brian danielson is still kind of a weird one for me like my brain is still like that's a wwe guy but like there's so many people like miro um and oxley um who you you can like just kind of pull away from wwe and you can kind of re-identify them yeah. Um, Charlotte Flair is always going to be Charlotte Flair. Yeah. And and Dave Meltzer even uh showed uh, he he's famously been extremely supportive of the Flair family and and like he's been a huge mark for Rick and Charlotte and he even said that that Charlotte is uh I I forget the exact quote but he mentioned how big her ego is how how crazy she's gotten um and a lot of people have said that this is not the same charlotte this is this is no, somebody different out of her fucking board yeah probably sucks for the people that i mean i i also don't think and i could be projecting um i don't really think that the segment was supposed to end the way it did with the way that becky first of all sonia looked like she was going to fucking murder charlotte in the ring Mm-hmm. And the way Becky looked when she was leaving the ring. That's the face of a woman who's like, I, I could have slapped her. <laughs> I didn't slap her. Yeah. And, and yeah. I don't know what, I mean, obviously if you're, if you're another promoter and she's let go by WWE or leaves WWE, if you're another promoter, how do you, how do you, feel about charlotte you know because charlotte doesn't come into aew for example and work matches on dark before Mm -hmm. making her way up the ladder no she would come in and start with Britt baker Mm -hmm. she's she's somebody who is very egotistical Uh, and again she's charlotte flair it's like Mm -hmm. It's like taking, like, I don't know, taking Mickey Mouse and 
putting them on Cartoon Network or something. Like, I, I don't, like, just, you can't. It's moving Babe Ruth to the minor leagues. No, that's calling eight of the minor leagues. Oh, I th- oh, it's like moving Babe Ruth to football. Exactly. Like, it's like, well, no, that's still Babe Ruth. Yeah. You know? I, I think, in a weird way, I think her success has fucked her. Um, more and than you might realize. I don't even know if you can fully blame her, because at the end of the day, she's not the one booking herself. Oh, yeah, I'm, but, but that's what I'm saying is, again, like, her success and her family's lineage. Mm-hmm. Fucked her. Yeah. yeah. You just cannot remove that from the WWE. And I think that's why, you know, Tony Khan briefly, there was brief, like, Ric Flair Mentions and shit, and like I know that obviously that's been stopped because of obvious reasons. Um, but I think that Tony was hesitant to touch Rick because, like, what do you do with him? That's again, that's WWE. Like, mm-hmm. what are you can do put him with Andrade, yeah. the other WWE guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what everyone was saying. You put him with Andrade, you have him manage. Um, this is kind of. On, on the same topic, but imagine Stone Cold in AEW managing Adam Page. Yeah. Um, that's that's exa- that's an even better example, honestly. Like, fucking taking Stone Cold and putting him on AEW. It... Except Stone Cold would be less likely to steal the spotlight, like a flare. No, I'm just saying, like, Stone Cold, I feel like, is so synonymous with WWE. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. Mick Foley's managed to break away from WWE. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. I mean... You put Charlotte somewhere else, she's not going to fit the mold. You know? She's used to being booked like, like a queen. And now... WWE's gonna have to keep doing that or she's gonna fly somewhere else yeah unfortunately unless like they give her like unless they whip up some banger story it's she's always gonna have to be in the title picture somehow there's nothing else you can do yeah yeah no man but let's let's move on to our recap of the episode. Um, real quick, I've got to get up and grab something from the bed. Okay. I cannot do with wired headphones. Yeah. Lock. You want of course, me to I just... chose this. You want me to start? Yeah, you can go ahead. Okay. All right. Um, so we start off season premiere of Raw. Biggie comes out and he says, "Welcome to the season premiere of Monday Night Raw. My brother and yours, Xavier Woods, is the new king of the ring. I'll tip my cap to Drew McIntyre. He pushed me and sharpened my iron and made me better today. But now I ask, who?" And Seth Rollins comes out. Uh, Seth Rollins comes out and he says, 
You already know why I'm here. Why I'm out here. Biggie said, well, you lost to Edge. Seth said, well, he's not out here, and I want that title around you. I want that title around your waist. Biggie says, well, again, you lost to Edge, so that means you go to the back of the line. Seth said, I've had a long week. I went through hell on Thursday, and for the past year. The Universal Champ is too afraid to give me my opportunity. Do you want to be like Roman Reigns or a fighting champion? What better way to start it off than Big E versus Seth freaking Rollins for the WWE Championship? And then Rey Mysterio comes out. He says, Seth, clearly your vision is impaired. It has been a minute since we've seen eye to eye. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Uh, um, but if anyone here deserves a WWE Championship match, it's me. I believe my resume speaks for itself. I'm a former US champion, IC champion, tag team champion, a three-time world heavyweight champion, and a former WWE champion. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to win that championship one more time. Finn Bauer then comes out. And he says, Ray, I've got nothing but love for you. But with all due respect... I'm a two-time NXT champion, which doesn't mean anything on the main roster, apparently. A two-time Intercontinental champion, and Seth, I was the first ever Universal champion. There's one that I've never held, and now that I'm here on Raw, I want that. Um, Seth said, understand that I'm the most qualified. Kevin Owens comes out. He says, I don't want to be that guy, but if we're talking about your... Our accolades. I'm a former NXT champion too, three-time US champion, two-time IC champion, and Universal champion in this building. Uh, I won the Universal Championship in this building, and the person I pinned for that title was you, Cruella Deville, meaning Seth. Seth then attacks KO. Sonya comes out and says, "You guys want an opportunity? Well, tonight you're gonna have a fatal four-way, and the winner will get that opportunity." Considering it's the season premiere, why don't we up the ante? It's going to be a ladder match. And so that match is planned for the main event. And uh, continuing my my minor, minor grievance with the WWE. Which, in my head, isn't as minor as, as it would be to a lot of people. Why are they booking matches the night of? You have an entire week to book the next episode. And what do you do? In kayfabe, what do you do with that time that, that you wait until the day of, the night of, to book your show? Did they, did they book instead uh, uh, Damien vs. T-Bar, the, the, the triple threat tag team match, Liv and Carmella, but you didn't book Finn, Kevin, you didn't book your main event? Really? Like, like the most important part of the show, you waited until the night of to book. Miriam said, in kayfabe, it's like a Toy Story situation where as soon as the cameras go off, they all become toys again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's just, that's something that's been riding on me. I mean, with, again, with these comparisons, AEW... They set up matches for the next, the next week. 
they will give you a preview of the card for the next week. And for and today, the matches that were set up for next week was one. It was Bianca versus Becky. Um, instead, most of their promos are setting up for matches the night of. Which, if you think about it for more than five seconds, it doesn't make sense. It's just, it, it's not a logical move from this corporation that is supposed to be, like, a big deal. Yeah. I don't know. I, I always think that's kind of funny. It's like... It just doesn't really check out, does it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, alright, so... I mean, even even from a even from like a, a reality perspective, you you want to sell tickets for this place, you want to sell tickets for your show. Why don't you let everyone know what the main event is so that they know what they're buying? If people knew that it was going to be Seth, Kevin, Finn, and 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 Ray in a fatal four way ladder match, do you not think that would sell tickets? Uh, you know, that probably would get butts in seats, as yeah. uh, Tony Schiavone would say. Yeah. Alright, so then, after that, we... Oh, also, just one last thing. Um, I love how they're all talking about their accolades, but yet, all four of these people have lost their last televised matches. Finn lost to Roman. Oh, Finn lost to Xavier. Um, Seth lost to Edge. Ray lost to... Who did Ray lose to? Was it the King of the Ring tournament? He lost. Um, I don't know. I think he, I think he I lost to. I don't remember uh, the last person he fought. Here, wait, this will be easy to... Ray Mysterio. Da-da-da... Last time he fought was against Sami Zayn, and he lost October 8th. And then Kevin oh, Owens. Oh, yes. Okay. Let's see when the last time Kevin Owens fought was. The last time he fought. So. That's the Fatal 4-Way. That's today. Um, duh, 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 where's okay? He lost to Happy Corbin in his last Jesus match, October first. So yes, everyone, none of these losses are like worthwhile either. Finn is the Finn and Seth are the only ones with worthwhile losses. Sammy. Yeah, yeah, like Finn. I, okay, so I guess just Kevin. Kevin. Well, you you don't think that Ray losing to Sammy is a uh, embarrassing? Oh, that, that was her story. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, then now we have um, the triple threat: the uh, Street Profits versus Dirty Dogs versus Alpha Academy for number one contender for the Raw Tag Title. 
to be fought tonight. Later on. That's funny. Hmm? Looks like a bowling pin. It does. So glad I got a soda stream. So do you want to start talking about the match? You're obsessed with this damn thing. Yeah, I guess. Um, we start the match with Montez and Chad. There's a few submission holds that are countered before Montez begins twisting Chad's arm. Not figuratively, literally. <laughs> Drop toe hold brings Montez down to the canvas and we transition from a side headlock to a front face lock. Um... Eventually, Dawkins gets in. Um, Street Profits take on the entire field of men. Um, after we come back from the commercial break, the tide is completely changed. Rude has Montez up in a lingering vertical suplex. Um, ultimately, um, Otis gets in. He's sent into the post, so Gable faces Dawkins. Dawkins is on a fucking tear. He suplexes everybody. Gets hit with a discus lariat that nearly ends the match. Montez dropkicks Chad, um, who's jumped in for the cover. Um, or who was legal. Sorry. That's not the way to say that at all. Um, but Omos ends up coming out. He attacks Montez as Montez is, like, standing on the corner, and I kind of was like, there's a part of me that got nervous because Dawkins was going to tag out, and Montez kind of got distracted by Omos. Took Omas on. I was like, no. <laughs> so the seeds of chaos just yet. Um. But yeah, Montez attacks. Get attacks Omas. Omas just fucking clobbers him. He punches Dawkins. Um. Rude ends up getting a spinebuster to Dawkins, and then Ziggler gets the zigzag on top of that to win and seal their admission tickets for the match later tonight. Why did they need Omos to get involved? Like, what was the point? That was confusing. Also, why weren't AJ and Omos involved? Uh, well, that's because they lost their... They had their opportunity at Crown Jewel. So this, this is the one instance where they shouldn't get another opportunity. They've, they've lost, I think, twice now for the title. My inability to watch Crown Jewel in full is paying off in dividends mm-hmm. right now because I did not remember that. Wow. In my head, I was like, it would only make sense if they fought at Crown Jewel, but they didn't. But they did. They did. They were roommates. Um, Alright, so Dirty Dogs win and they have to fight RK Bro later on. And then we have the coronation of Queen Zelina. She says, I will stand for this treatment no longer. And I said, what fucking treatment? You're, you're be- being crowned queen now. She says, how dare you introduce me like that? I'm not some superstar. I'm the first ever Queen's Crown tournament winner. Try it again with actual bravado. For too long, I've... Uh, then Mike Rome reannounces her. Uh, she Soul. said... <laughs> She says, for too long I've been underappreciated 
for my greatness. I was the only woman in WWE fit to be queen. Each and every one of you will bow down to the official queen. What kind of queen will I be? Well, Dewdrop is a perfect example of what happens when you stand in my way. The crown is proof that I am best the best. You will talk about my reign for years to come. All hail Queen Zelina. And for some fucking reason, Dewdrop comes out. Could have had Zelina fight Liv. Have her fight Carmella. Have her fight Mia Yim. Have her fight Dana Brooke. Have her fight anyone that she hasn't already fought in the past month. Oh, she did fight Carmella. And and Liv? No, she didn't fight Liv. Um, and then we get Dewdrop versus Zelina Vega. Jimmy said that this was for the crown. It wasn't. Jimmy was a... A different plane today yeah um and you know this is your typical two minute 31 seconds match probably a little bit longer by maybe like five ten seconds i don't know um drop ends up yanking the scepter away from selena um and his ragdolls her before slamming her with a spine buster and then a senton um she lifts selena who slips down her back she trips hyper um, sends double knees to her face, and it's not enough to seal the deal, so Zelina undoes the turnbuckle when the ref yells at her for that and goes to fix it. She uses the scepter to attack Piper, and then she wins. Because the ref hasn't seen her do it, so he doesn't DQ the match. Um, right. So, um, Mark, you successfully managed to go through that entire uh, promo without mentioning the fact that she was slipping in and out of an accent. Oh, yeah, she she slipped in and out of an English accent the entire time. Wasn't consistent at all. I I mean, I understand if she started and ended with it, you know, got very posh and, and everything like that. Um like like somebody with a high ego would it's fitting but it came and went repeatedly and and not at points that would have made sense yeah it was like it was sort of like she kind of like got on a roll with like what she was talking about she forgot the accent altogether mhm which is usually how doing an accent works if you have not prepared to do an accent whatsoever yes um, also, uh, they released the graphic for Hijo del Vikingo versus Kenny Omega at Triple Mania, uh, which is December 4th. So, Kenny's gonna lose that title then. He's gonna lose the AEW belt before the Triple A one. Also, coming up this winter... What? Mark your calendars. The Micromies are coming back. We don't have a date for it. We don't have a date for it. But Mark has been brainstorming categories. He told me I was shocked. I have not been brainstorming categories, mostly because I saved the categories from last year. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped for this year. I think it's going to be a banger. It was last year, too, so. It was. It was a banger. It was fucking fun. 
Um, real quick, uh, PW Insider posted the internal WWE brand designations for undrafted superstars. Uh, Brock Lesnar is on SmackDown. One, one could assume. None of this is surprising at all. Uh, Asuka is Raw. Elias is Raw. Lucha House Party is Raw. Dakota Kai is NXT. And still unassigned are Bailey, Eva Marie, and Lacey Evans. We gotta have Bailey on Raw. We gotta have that feud with Becky. I put her on SmackDown. Oh no. I... They need that. Is... that... That's the one horsewoman feud that has not happened. You gotta do it. It would be so good right now. It would be amazing. Turn Bailey face. Don't bring the hugger Bailey back. God, oh my god! Imagine if she comes back like that. It'll be it'll be cursed. She only can come back like that if she's still a heel. It would be horrifying. Yeah. That would make me uncomfortable, I think. Yeah. Alright. Um, so, returning back to the episode, we then got a promo with Becky Lynch. She comes out to the ring and she says, The man and the new Raw Women's Champion and the new face of Raw has come around to Houston. It feels good to have this title that I never lost. I intend on picking up where I left off. I have been making headlines since... I overcame insurmountable odds as the man of the people. I know you don't want to see Bianca near this title. You don't want to see me, or you want to see me beat Rhea Ripley or Liv Morgan. They will learn that you can't always get what you want. And Bianca Belair then comes out. She says, with you, it's always something. I walk out of Crown Jewel with a lot of feelings, but shame wasn't one. You didn't pin me. If anyone should be ashamed, it should be you. You only think you get what you want because you don't face any adversity. Uh, your 26 seconds of fame are up, and so is your title reign. The new face of Raw has arrived, and that is the EST of WWE. Becky says, I thought you might have something to say. Here's my face after Triumph at Crown Jewel. They put her face on the, tr on the jumbo. It's happy. She says, but here is your face after losing at Crown Jewel. It's her, it's Bianca's devastated face. Uh, Becky continues, that's not the face of Raw. You want to talk to me about not facing adversity? I overcame it to become a hero. You have had a straight shot to the title. That's because I wasn't around to stop you. Since then, it's been nothing but disappointment for you. The only thing I'm disappointed about, or Bianca says, the only thing I'm disappointed about is that I haven't smacked your face to show everyone who you are. All you've done since you came back is try to hide how hurt your feelings are. You thought everyone would be happy Becky is back. You might have that title, but you still seek all the validation. Behind that title, that little smile and title, you have nothing. Having the title is a beautiful thing, but if you're not enough with it, you'll be nothing without it. I showed everyone who I am without the title. You will never be the strongest, fastest, smartest. I see right through you. Uh, I want my match for the Raw Women's title right here tonight. I said, fuck no. 
Becky says, I want you want to go tonight. Look at my face. It says get it says to It says get to the back of the line, bitch. Sorry, I had a little dyslexic moment there. Um, you just didn't want to say bitch. <laughs> Inner feminist and you was like, no, I can't. I said b- bitch uh then a brawl breaks out becky uses a kendo stick but bianca catches it and uses it against becky uh becky says you want it you got it just not tonight and i was like fine good book for next week book for next week stop loading matches the night of um and then we get finn and kevin backstage kevin says big match huh we've known each other for a while i respect you i'm sorry i have to win this tonight it's every man for himself uh finn says that's just the way i like it see you out there and then we get damian priest versus t-bar for the united states championship contendership back with those Massacred my boy. Yeah, he's got a new walkout, and it's not, it's like fine, but it's not as good. He's got a new walkout, he's got like a new vibe. It's not like, like the juxtaposition of Damien and Priest. Two personalities. And they were like, like, what if we made it literal? And I was like, oh, that's actually like the worst thing you could have fucking done. It's literally like the fucking, I can be your angle or your devil meme. I was thinking that. I was thinking somebody was the, should do that. Um, we were not the only ones who thought that. Um, and I was glad that I saw other people saying it because I was like, "Yes, okay, I'm not crazy." I can. I haven't be, been on the internet far too long. I can be your Damien, or I can be your Pressed. Pressed. Damien spelled with an E. Yeah. Um. This was bad. Uh, also, it could have been so good. You want you want to see you want to hear a funny tweet real quick from Malcolm Bivens? I'd love to hear a funny tweet from Malcolm Bivens. He said, "We're almost twenty four hours away from me giving Chucky a jackknife power bomb off the NXT Titantron. I'm shaking." <laughs> this was sent to me. Or, yeah, sent to me, and I saw. I think it was like midday today, and I was like, "I'm gonna fucking crack up." <laughs> and somebody I'll lose it. Some dude replied, both the same height should be an equal fight. <laughs> Even though Bivens is the tallest man in NXT. And WWE. And the world. Tall- the world. He's taller than Omos. Essentially, tallest man in the universe. Unless they find taller men. Yeah. On other planets. Not, let's not just limit it to men. Tallest person. In the universe. Yeah. yeah. Um. I guess now that we had a little bit of fun, we should probably talk about this match. What match is this? Oh, Damien yeah. versus T Bark. I guess. Um. Yeah. Uh. So we get a bell clap to T Bar. Uh. Damien goes right for the reckoning. T Bar slips away. He throws Damien into the post. Um. It's like a. T-Bar fucking goes up top at one point. 
is not the place that a T-bar belongs, in my most humble of opinions. Um, he moonsaults off of the top rope onto Damien. It's out at one. Um, which I actually thought was really fucked up of him. <laughs> there were a couple it's bits mean. of no-selling tonight across all the matches. Yeah. Like, that's just mean, dude. Um... T-Bar ends up talking some shit. He gets a spinning back elbow and a broken arrow. It's tossed out of the ring, um, basically into the announce desk, and then T-Bar uh, grabs one of the announce chairs and throws it at Damien and DQs the match. Um, and then Damien loses his shit altogether. Like a dramatic sense. Mm-hmm. You, you let the Damien out. God, why are they doing this? It's these people who were over the way they were. He was he was the biggest baby face in the company. He was on track to being that. Just you know what I think they're trying to do? Hmm. I think they're trying to Ilya Dragonov him. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Just he seemed Imagine next week he comes out in like a priest's robe. The little white square. Stop, because it will happen. <laughs> will. Whatever, man. Whatever. I want to say more. I, that was the end of the match. Oh. And then Mace tweeted, uh,. T-Bar would have won if that moron hadn't run into a chair. <laughs> love friendship. I love it. Oof. It's a stiff competition for our, uh, our, our best social media Mike Romy award. He's so good. All right. <sighs> Wait, are we opening up? I mean, last year the Mike Romies were just WWE. We could open it up. You opening it up this year? We won't be able to open up like like the most best of the night or the most wrestler of the nights, but me- most match of the nights. Um, right. Those will just be WWE. Whatever we cover in our our podcast will be just WWE, but everything else will be opened up. Like we could do a promotion of the year kind of thing. It's the PCW. Okay. All right. I think the PCW won it last year. Oh, uh, yeah, I think so. Oh, that'd be so funny. Um. All right, so then after that, we had Carmella. We had a promo from Carmella. Uh, she said, the only asset more valuable than this mask is my face. And then our internet cut out for a second. We caught the end of it. She said, I always have a plan. With this mask, no one will be able to stop my influence over Raw. And then we got Carmelo versus Liv Morgan for some reason. Because in this extensive women's roster that you have, you can't give us different matchups. Yeah. We yeah, give, this was... We give more unique matchups in the UPF than they do in the women's roster. 
Yeah, this was, um... The whole point of a season premiere is that you're like, hey guys, we've changed things. Like, new stories. Not, hey guys, it's the same old schlock. I don't know. Anyways. Um, <sighs> a lot of clubbing blows to live. Uh, we get a kick to the stomach and then chest and then an enziguri to the face of Carmella. Alice slows Liz's roll a little bit with a boot to the face um, before hitting a big old bulldog to win. It was, I actually kind of enjoyed this match. I thought it was, I thought Carmella did some cool stuff. She broke out some cool stuff. Um, Liv was fun to watch too. It wasn't my least favorite match of the night. Yeah. Um, It, it, it had its quirks. It had its quirks tonight. Mm-hmm. That. Uh, after that, we then had Bearcat Lee versus Cedric Alexander. Yep. Um, so he tosses Cedric, um, and Cedric immediately rolls out of the ring, and Ken just says, fuck that. Back in the ring, he gets hit with a cross face and the punch to the gut. Mr. Bearcat sets up for the finish. Cedric dodges Lee. Sends him into the corner. Um, he tries chopping Lee down at the knees to kind of get him on his level a little more. Uh, it doesn't really work. There's a clothesline to Cedric that slows him down. Then... Excuse my yawn. Um, and then a fireman's carry takeover to win the match for Bearcat Lee. Um, also, we looked up what a Bearcat is in real life. It's a funky-looking little thing. Yeah, it looks very small. It does. It does not look big. I have to imagine it's probably the size of a German Shepherd at best. But to be fair, he's not named after a bear cat. He's named after bear cat, who is right. named after a bear cat. Right, that's where I, I'm, I'm going down the line here to say, are bear cats that fearsome? Like, one of the first pictures I saw was of a baby bear cat kind of snuggling up to its, like, zookeeper friend. I was like, damn. I don't know if that'd beat me in a wrestling ring. (laughs) Um, Alright, so then after that... Oh, wait, did you, you... You didn't actually talk about the match, did you? I finished the match. I finished the entire match. Uh, Did you mention when Shelton got face-to-face with uh, Bearcat? That was weird. I didn't mention that, actually. Um, so, kind of feels like. After the match, Shelton just got face-to-face with, with Bearcat Lee, but then dipped out of the ring. Uh, so they're probably teasing a match between them for next week. That would be pretty cool. Uh, it, it's giving Cedric and Shelton more TV time, which is always really good. And it's putting... Um, it, it's making some kind of feud for... All these guys, which is nice to see. Uh, so then we get Ray and Dom in the locker room. Um, Ray says, it's been a minute since I've been in the ladder match. Dom says, you've got this. Austin Theory walks in and he says, oh, El Rey Mysterio. Can we take a selfie? Actually, Dom, how about you take it? Dom says, this isn't your locker room. 
theory that says, how about we take a selfie in the ring tonight when I beat you? Uh, then we get Dominic Mysterio versus Austin Theory. Because yep. he can't um, bully Jeff Hardy anymore. Yeah, I guess. Um, so we get a really nice dropkick to Dom. Um, Dom gets his own dropkick off to Theory. It's not quite as good. Um, and then a Hurricane Rana. Um, Theory ends up taking Dominic as he goes for Cazadora, turns it into a Spinebreaker. Um, we get an inside cradle to Theory. Uh, Dom actually hits this really cool second rope bulldog. Um, however, Theory ends up dropping him onto the top rope. Hits him with the ATL, which... Oh, God. I'm going to yawn again. Yeah. Excuse me. It's, it's that time of night where I just can't stop yawning. Um, Theory hits him with the, the ATL to win. Which... I don't know. I remember this like looking cool in NXT, and this mm-hmm. doesn't look cool now. Yeah. That's pretty much going to the main roster in a nutshell. Yeah. Uh, Alright, so we then had uh, RK Bro and Gorilla. Riddle says uh, there's so many costumes we can do for Halloween. Mario and Luigi. Uh, you can be Luigi since green really brings out your eyes. Uh, the two, We could be the two creepy girls from The Shining. Randy says, just take a breath. Tonight I promise we'll talk about Halloween until uh, we are blue in the face. And then talks about getting the titles or uh, defending the titles against dirty dogs. And Riddle says, "I say we clean those dirty dogs up." And then we get a little vignette from Veer, hmm. showing his uh, singles. We're teasing a singles run. Should be interesting. Yeah, I. This was not the person that was on my raw bingo card by any means, but I'm excited because Veer's a hard-hitting motherfucker. Yeah. Oh. And he's very good. I I just hope he has the promo skills. I hope he's given a personality. Hmm. Yeah. Uh. So then we have RK Bro versus the Dirty Dogs for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Um, we start with Dolph and Riddle. There's a lot of covers, but no real success. Um, when Randy and Rude get in, even matchup. Um, Randy ends up poking Rude in the eye, but fails to RKO him. Uh, Riddle gets back in. They hit the assisted moonsault onto Rude. Rude, however, gets dropped on his face on... Or Riddle gets dropped on his face on the apron by Rude, which kind of slows that whole train down. Um, hot tag Randy gets in. Uh, he looks like he's going straight for that Draper DDT, and he gets hung up on the top rope, um, which was a shame, because I really thought we were about to get something very special today in mm-hmm. the of our Draper DDT um, intro. Yeah. Um, anyways... There's a belly-to-back suplex too rude with the phantom of a chance to tag out. Randy ends up getting it. He gets Riddle in. There's some knees to the Dirty Dogs on a suplex um, for each of them. A senton for each of them. And then Rude ha- ends up interrupting the cover. 
Uh, it doesn't matter. Randy comes in. He RKO's rude. Um, D- Dolph super kicks Randy, and then Riddle hits Dolph with what I believe they called the splatel. Yes, the splatel, because uh, Sean Rossap spelled it out on Twitter. Uh, super cool. We haven't seen something like that, I don't think, ever. Oh. At least in our Never time watching. Um, very cool match, very well paced. Um, and hopefully that's the end of the Dirty Dogs for the going for the Raw titles. Although there is an argument for them to make that they had to challenge for the uh, titles the night of, basically pulled double duty. So they should get another mm-hmm. shot. Um, but then we get an interview with Seth Rollins next. He says, of course, I have a target on my back. I am without question the biggest threat to the WWE champion. He knows it. Everyone in that ring knows it. Do you know what I've been through? I'm suffering. I shouldn't have to deal with this match tonight. It doesn't matter. I'm going to go out. I'm going to, I'm going to put that all behind me. I'm going to win tonight because I am the visionary. I am the revolutionary. I am Seth freaking Rollins, and I am the next WWE champion. And then we get the main event. Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor versus Kevin Owens in a fatal four-way ladder match for number one contender for the WWE championship. Right on. Um, so Kevin goes after Seth and starts fighting Rey. He's the first one to get hold of a ladder, but Seth attacks him before he can really go anywhere with it. Um, Seth ends up hanging right up on the top rope and basically nobody makes any progress with this one ladder um, until Kevin Owens gets into the ring he's not even able to use it because he's trying to use another ladder to fend off Finn and Ray and Seth um, they end up going to a commercial break everyone looks like they're half dead um, aside from Seth Finn ends up double stomping Seth after taking his legs out from underneath him double stomping him mind you by jumping onto the ladder that is across Seth's ribs, which, thank God, Finn has, like, the balance of a cat, because that stressed me out. I didn't like watching that. Yeah. Um, Finn hits a back body drop to Kevin Owens into the, one of the smaller ladders. Waller ends up going up top, but Ray, or by up top, I mean, goes up the ladder, but Ray stops him. Kevin Owens tips the ladder over. Um... Kevin ends up, like, five seconds from getting the contract, but Ray ends up stomping him. Um, uh, Ray ends up stopping him. He gets launched from the ladder. Kevin then sets up a table. Um, and Ray gets some time in the sun. He tries to set up to 619 Kevin Owens, but Seth stops him. Um... After the final commercial break, it seems like the whole field has finally, like, they've taken, like, a little nap. It's kind of, like, <laughs> it's the only way I can describe it, because, like, the first commercial break, they all looked like they had, like, just been beaten within an inch of their lives. And then after the second one, everyone was up, everyone was moving, um, getting their hits in. Uh, Kevin ends up nearly getting the title opportunity, but Seth pulls him down. He, Seth then stomps on, stomps in. Uh, after pulling him off the ladder, Finn, Finn sold that like he died. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, Finn eyes rolled back. <laughs> you know what? That's a good friend. He's tired He's of getting friend. jobbed out. 
He's like, please. <laughs> um, Seth ends up winning. He gets the contract, and I guess I'm not really shocked. Yeah. I'm bummed, but I'm not shocked. He was the only heel in the ring. Um, I would have rather had like like Finn or Ray just to get another matchup instead of Seth. Uh, before Seth, because I feel like Seth is like one of the guys who could take it off of him. Um, and they might actually have him win it for the sake of Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I would love if Biggie went to Survivor Series and uh, beat Roman. That's the best storyline. All right, you want to move to the best of the night? Love to move to the best of the night. Oh man, that was a long news segment. No, technically it is all news. If you're listening to this on Spotify, I left the news sign up instead of putting up the matches and promo sign. You just grabbed like the a, matches and promo sign. Yeah, like a goddamn, goddamn idiot. Uh God bless. Okay. Also, if you aren't listening on Spotify, but you do want to listen to Spotify um, or us on Spotify, you can follow us on Spotify. You look up the Pinfall Podcast. It's the same logo as the Twitch logo. No. No. Or YouTube. Or YouTube. Sam. All right. Sign. So you want to talk about promo of the night? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm a little... I'm, I'm torn on this one. Both... The the Big E promo with the four contenders and the Bianca Becky promo. Both those were really good. Some torn. Are you leaning any any particular way? No. Not really. You know what, let's go with let's go with the the men oh no, let's go with the ladies. <laughs> Becky and Bianca. That one was fun. Alright. So that, Becky and Bianca is our promo of the night. Wrestler of the night. Hmm. Alright, I'm going to give you three options. You ready? Um, oh, yes. Thank you, Miriam. If you have a question for us, leave it in the chat. And we'll get to it after the best of the night for our question segment. You're watching on YouTube. Leave it in the comments, and we'll get to it in the next show, which will be tomorrow. Okay, so three options. Uh, da, 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 da. let's see, let's see. All right, here are your three options: Carmella, Randy Orton, and Kevin Owens. You can throw in Angelo Dawkins too if you want. Um, Randy, Kevin, and who? Uh, Randy, Kevin, and Carmella. Right, so not Carmella. That's why I said I can throw in Angelo Dawkins too. Uh, um, I'd say Kevin, dude. Kevin, Kevin put life and limb on the line today. He died. Yeah. 
I agree. I'll I'll go with that. All right. So let's go to our matches of or match of the night. As always, we go from worst to the best. And uh Liz will say if she agrees. If not, we'll argue. <laughs> All right. So worst match of the night uh with a 3 out of 10 Dewdrop versus Zelina Vega. It was lame. It's a rematch from a few days ago. Just not, there's no reason for it to happen. It wasn't interesting. It was super short. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next up, four out of ten. I I gave this a four out of ten. Profits versus Dirty Dogs versus Alpha Academy. I thought Omos coming in and interrupting kind of ruined it. Uh, made making it just fine. Um. I don't know. I wasn't. I wasn't super into it. Thought it was fine. Um, wish we saw more of Otis in the match. But yeah, it was. I was whelmed. I think the reason we didn't see Otis is because Otis is so formidable that they were like, "Well, we can't use him that often." Maybe. All right. So then, next up, five out of ten. Dominic Mysterio versus Austin Theory. Very short. Would love to see these guys get a longer match. But this one was... It was alright. Next up, 5 out of 10. Bearcat Lee versus Cedric Alexander. Again, would have loved it if it was longer because these guys can put on a fucking hell of a show. Uh, Next up, Damien Priest versus T-Bar. 5 out of 10. Would lo- again would love a longer match between these two, one that actually has a clean finish. Next up, six out of ten, Carmelo versus Liv Morgan. I gave this one a six. I I was very interested in in what was happening with like Carmelo's new moves that she was breaking out. I thought like the story that they were bringing in was pretty interesting, or at least like the story in the match. I don't know. I was into it. Thought it was pretty cool. Uh, next up, 8 out of 10, RK Bro versus the Dirty Dogs. This is just a, a fun, really fun match that was very well paced. Uh, was just a joy to watch through and through. Um, just wish Rude wasn't still doing the Big Bob shtick. <laughs> I, don't, I don't hate it. I love it, but I don't hate it. I, I wish they would be singles guys. They they gotta be singles guys. Oh my poor pumpkin! Oh, it's fine. It's a pumpkin. What's gonna happen? I don't know. I'd be more worried about the candle. I'll get eleven more. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then finally, my pick for match of the night. Rey Mysterio versus Finn Bauer versus Seth versus KO in the latter match. This was a great match. 9 out of 10 I gave it. It was just a blast. This was fantastic. The way it ended too was so good. Loved, loved every bit of it. Outstanding. This was um, everything I kind of hoped it would be. It was... Wicked fun. And it's like these four guys who've got great chemistry with each other. Yeah. 
and four guys who really don't have much um what's the word fear of mortality yeah especially oh, preservation Kale. oh god i worry about kevin sometimes <laughs> He had like four bumps in this match that looked like destroyed his back. Yeah, and then he kept getting up, and I was like, just stay down. He probably has a metal plate on his back or something. I have to imagine. Alright, so to run it back, our promo of the night, Becky and Bianca square off. Wrestler of the night, Kevin Owens, match of the night. Fatal four-way ladder match for the WWE number one contender, champion, whatever. All right, you want to answer some questions? Sure. Uh, let me check the YouTube real quick before I uh, look at the chat. Da, 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 da. Just seeing if there is one on YouTube. There might be. Oh, God, I was signed into the wrong account. Did we answer this question? Yes, we did. Okay, so this isn't really a question, which is why I'm going to start with it. Milam says on in in response to our super show, uh, super SmackDown post show, that we were very hard on it. That we were we were tough. We're tough critics. I I two people that don't know how to wrestle. We we really talk a lot. <laughs> but. But I'd say we know how to book because we have a show where we book the UPF. We book matches. We book promos. And I'd say we do a pretty dang good job. We definitely do. We don't get enough enough viewers to <laughs> really get enough uh, criticism. But viewers we do have, they love it. Now, at least they don't tell us when they hate it. True. Super Smackdown, on the other hand, I I think I I said it was a super disappointment because of the expectations they set by going direct competition with Rampage. I thought it was a just fine show, but compared to how they were hyping it up, it was disappointing. You would think an extra half hour would be dedicated to more than just Brock and Roman signing a contract. I think it's hard, at least for me, it's hard to enjoy any WWE products until they start using the women in a way that's respectful. NXT was doing that. They still are to a certain extent, much less now. Yeah. But you're you're ultimately the judge of that. Yeah. Out of I, the two of us. I've just been so disappointed by it. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so Miriam has a question. What do you think the Survivor Series teams will be this year? Well, we saw one of them. We saw one of them today. I was part of one. KO, Finn, and Ray. Potentially yeah. Seth. That would make sense. Um, Maybe at a uh, theory, or or Bearcat. 
Maybe Bearcat, maybe Hardy. No, he's on SmackDown. Maybe not Hardy on the <laughs> Raw team then. Um, we're, we're, no, they wouldn't add Carrion. Uh, yeah, um, I think Theory, everyone we saw in the ring. About women. I think what men in the list. Uh, you want me to go through the list right now? Because I've got yeah. the list. Uh, I've got a list. There's Seth, Carrion, Theory, John Morrison, Bear Cat Lee, Jackson Riker, Randy. Uh, wouldn't be Randy Orton. Uh, AJ. I don't think it'd be AJ. Although they do love putting tag teams in those, for the women at least. They've well, only just... got so many women, so. Yeah. Um. Drake Maverick, Cedric Alexander, Lindsay Dorado, Omos, Apollo Crews, uh, Riddle, Goldberg, T-Bar, Finn Balor, Edge. I think Edge. No, I don't think they do Edge. No. no. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if... Maybe Veer. Veer, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with uh uh Finn KO Ray uh uh, uh Finn KO Ray Theory and Bearcat. I think that's that's my pick for the team. Over the I'll go with team. all those, but I will switch Theory for Veer. Okay, fair enough. Uh, what about SmackDown? SmackDown. If they do have theory, I would say Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy is um, a good choice. You want me to go through the names for that one? There's, there's a lot. Why don't you? Xavier Woods, Mansoor, Happy Corbin, Rick Boogs, Mace, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, uh, Brock Lesnar, Rugulak, Ricochet, Ricochet definitely, Sheamus definitely, uh, Jinder, Kofi. Angel Garza, Mustafa, Jeff Hardy, definitely, Drew McIntyre, definitely, Ridge Holland, and Swerve. I'm Which gonna I can see. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say right now, Ridge, Drew, Sheamus, Ricochet, and Jeff. That's a solid team. I think I 